I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This podcast was recorded on Rwandari land. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and to the traditional owners of the game Mangrook, without which our game wouldn't exist. This is Footy Actually, brought to you by Play On Radio. Hello and welcome to Footy Actually, the alternative listening footy podcast for diehard fans. My name is Kel Rowe and I'm here with my co-host Gemma Bastiani, AFLW analyst extraordinaire. How are you, Gem? I'm good. I'm trying to distract you by doing stupid things and you're not noticing, so. I can see it. I'm just ignoring it. (laughs) I'm a troublemaker. Likewise, but I'm not going to buy into it this time. (laughs) <laughs> today today we're talking about Gold Coast, looking at a preview for the 2022 season. In 2021, they finished 14th on the ladder as the wooden spoon with a percentage of 36.5%. And, of course, we know that means that they went winless. Mm-hmm. Or Gold Coast. Yes. We're in the off-season at the minute. It's been a bit of movement at the club. Yes. A bit of delisting. Who was your trade highlight? Um, I've gone with Claudia Whitford. Uh, who was at Melbourne and then St Kilda, now up at the Suns. Um, she fits their list profile. I think she has a level of potential that she hasn't fully realised yet. And mm. I think she can now grow amongst a group that probably is around the same level, if that makes sense. So a lot of them are of that ilk where they have all the potential in the world that haven't got there yet. And I think she can be part of that and grow with them. She's quite a clever midfielder who can push forward if needed as well. So I think she just adds to that level of depth. I would like to see her win a bit more of the ball. um, And I hope that we see that happen. So she's kind of a last piece of the puzzle, provided they can find the right fit for her. Yeah, I think there's a lot of growth still left in the list that the Suns have. And I still rate the Suns list pretty highly in terms of its spine. And I think she adds some support around that. Yeah, nice. I picked Vivian Saad. Mm -hmm. She obviously came up from the roots uh, and was playing a key position player slash ruck for them. And and I'm imagining she's probably going to fill a similar gap for the Suns list. Uh, she can tag team in the ruck with Lauren Bella, but also equally play as a tall at either end of the field. There's a bit of versatility there and it'll just be trying to find the right fit for her with the rest of the list. But I think, yeah, that was a pretty good get. A surprising one as well that came out of nowhere. Yeah, absolutely. It was not on my radar at all. Who was your draft highlight? So we have to talk about Charlie Rowbottom. I am such a fan of Charlie. She's, again, another one out of that Oakley Chargers uh, team that won the NAB Girls competition this season. She's a strong, tall midfielder. And the thing that I love about the way she plays is that she's able to create space for herself. And I know we don't like talking about comparisons to the men's game and things like that, but she does play similarly to how her brother does, which is that push-off, create space when you have the ball from the contest and break away into that space. And I just love the strength that that takes, 
but also the confidence that it shows. Mm. It's not a quick panic handball to someone else. It's I have the power to do this and I'm going to. Yeah. And I love that so much. She also can sit in the forward line if you need her to and have a bit of an impact there because she is of an, a big enough size that she can kind of fly for the ball. She has had a bit of a tough preseason so far. She wasn't able to get into Queensland because borders and all that stuff. But she's got a bit of a maturity about her. Uh, so I think she'll have worked through that and will hit the ground running and have an impact in the 2022 season. And I'm just so excited to watch it play. Yeah, absolutely. I know we talked about the borders issue. Mm. I was ready to kick off about the men's English cricket team being allowed into Queensland, but Charlie not being able to move up and join her teammates. And I think days after that, she was finally on the ground with the team. So that's really good. And I'm glad that I didn't have to tweet uh, anything (laughs) I might regret. But yeah, she's absolutely going to be an exciting one to watch. And I agree. I love I love that confidence in young players. They know what they're capable of. They don't panic when they get the ball and they just, yeah, it's, it's a really impressive thing to watch mm. unfold. My draft highlight is kind of cheating. I picked Alana Barber. She's technically a replacement player um, who was overlooked in the draft. Mm-hmm. She's been a feature of Essendon's BFLW side for a, a couple of years now and her work ethic and her just absolute steely determination has seen her being a, a bit of a star in the middle for the Bombers. But she's also equally damaging up front because she bagged 10 goals for Essendon in this um, PFLW season. So really great story to see her get picked up. Yeah, so Anise Bradfield did her ACL during last season um, and they ruled her inactive. Uh, so, yeah, did replace her. They actually have four players on the inactive list this season, uh, the most of any club. Well, I'm glad that Alana gets a go in the AFLW because she's worked really hard to get there. So I think she'll be a really good asset for the Suns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You mentioned a couple of people on the inactive list. Are there any other off-season concerns we need to unpack? Yeah. So full disclosure, I did a bit of a look at the lists and best 21s for this team's post-draft to just see where everything was sitting. Sorry, that was my pen. Uh, Yeah, so I did a bit of a mock best 21s and I, at that point, was like, I think I like Gold Coast list more than I like Geelong's list at the moment. It was looking good. Which is probably quite a controversial statement. But now that both Levi's, Madison and Tegan, have been ruled inactive for the season um, due to some rugby commitments... I've swayed back the other way towards Geelong. So I think I rate Maddie Levi super highly. I think she showed just how valuable she can be up forward this year, not only in terms of being a tall aerial target, but her forward pressure. She laid the most tackles inside 50 for the Suns this season. Mm. Um, And she laid the second most tackles at the club this season behind Ali Drennan. So um, she has that, support that she's provided so losing her is massive but then also Tegan Levi 
being added to that midfield alongside Charlie Robottom. It was just like, this midfield is going to explode. But now Tegan's not there either. Um, they're part of the long-term future of the club. So I think not not having them in 2022 is just a massive loss. And I'm just sad that I don't get to watch them play. So from a personal level, sad. Yeah, absolutely. I think we see across the league, there's a real fearlessness in players that come from a rugby background. Um, and, mm-hmm. and that translates to this, this insane tackling machine ability and willing to run and put, put pressure on and push forward um, and impact the play. So I was... I was really looking forward to watching the Levi's play together. But I guess, yeah, ultimately rugby and and the promise of full-time contract won out on that front. Hopefully we'll see them back at the Suns in the future, but for now we'll just have to wait. It does raise the conversation about long-term contracts and how the AFL's inability to offer those to AFLW players is seeing them lose out to other sports. I mean, we've seen Jenna McCormick and Ali Brush both move on from AFLW because they can be full-time round ball football players outside of it, you know. Mm. So, and then the Levi's are another example. It should be sending a bit of a scare through the AFL as well. I think so. And I think we're slowly edging forward to really taking on that conversation. What with the expansion of the league, it kind of nullifies one of the arguments that have been floating around, you know, against professionalization or not argument, but an obstacle Mm. to achieve that. So I think between that and yeah really losing good players I mean even you know we didn't see Chloe Dalton for a season with the Blues because she had to make a choice was she going to go to the Olympics or was she going to play FLW she ended up doing neither but that was unexpected yeah exactly the competition is better for it having these these dual athletes in it and it's just a shame that they couldn't do both or we lost them to rugby yeah how do you think the Suns will structure their play this year I think they're a little similar to Long in terms of they were just up against it, so all they could do was defend. Mm. Um, so I don't think we got to really see what they wanted to do. But the, I think the thing that is really evident about the Suns is that they can and will apply heaps of pressure. Um, last season, you know, all the talk about Fremantle, Kiara Bowers being the tackling team, but outside of that it was actually the Suns that were a really good pressure side. And that's actually what got them really into that final spot in the end of the, that shortened season was because they were able to apply so much pressure and put a lot of teams under the pump Yeah, round one against Melbourne this year. We saw that pressure again. So I think as much as they haven't been able to show that they can move the ball that efficiently and, and score highly, we at least know that every time they come out, they're going to apply that pressure. Yeah, I'm really keen to see more of that connection between Sarah Perkins and Glenda Howarth because there was a lot spoken about how obviously Perko coming up to the Suns is really good from a footy leadership skills cult figure kind of thing. Like she's really the whole package and really great get for the Suns. But there was discussion about their kind of connection on field and their friendship off field obviously made that quite strong. Um, and you can see they really enjoy playing together. So I'm really looking forward to seeing more of that mm. and and how that plays out when they aren't under the pump so much. Um, but also I'm keen to see Jackie Orson back off injury. Mm. Hopefully it just means a generally more competitive outfit. Yeah, I was just thinking about Charlie Rowbottom, to be honest. I can see you're watching a play footy already. Come to the Swans. Be be an inaugural signing at the Swans, Charlie. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that's in the work. Oh, I think there are a lot of people will putting that out into the world, willing that to happen. <laughs> we'll manifesto there. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your dream matchup for the Suns? 
So for me, it's West Coast because even though both sides did struggle in 2021, realistically, their in round five was really entertaining, went down to the wire. It was a one-point game. Um, you know, in the previous year, the Suns beat the Eagles by 25 points. And that remains the Suns' largest winning margin in their history as well. Um, so, you know, it's swinging back and forth. I think they match up on each other really well. And I, I feel like I've said this in a couple of these previews, so I'm sorry, but this is another little rivalry that I can feel brewing. I love that the league is forming its own rivalries. You know, it's not a direct copy-paste from AFLM. It's it's really organic in the way that that teams are coming up against each other. So, it's, yeah, it's nice for those things to kind of form on their own and have their own history. Yeah. Good to see. My dream matchup is Geelong. Um, and that's because last season we basically had to wait to the very last round of the competition for either of these teams to get a win. And someone was going to win. Well, it could have been a draw. It could have been a draw. I think that just would have been even more soul-crushing um, for both teams, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> But unfortunately, Suns came off second best. So I wouldn't mind that match again and seeing if they could get a one up on Geelong. Nice. Do you think you'll make finals? No, sorry, but no. Yeah, another one building foundation. We've got a few years yet before we get top six. Yes, exactly. Well, that's a wrap on our preview of the Gold Coast Suns for season 2022 in the AFLW. If you'd like to find us on the internet and talk more footy and other things, uh, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at row underscore Kel, and you can find Play On Radio Mel. Gemma, what's your Twitter handle? I'm at GL Bastiani, where there's lots of stats for people to look at. So come and talk to me. Well, that's it from us for now. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time on Footy Actually. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus.